Hello and welcome to Walter Now, Walter Magazine's monthly podcast. I'm Walter Editor and General Manager Liza Roberts, and I'm here in our offices today with Jesma Reynolds, our Creative Director, Mimi Montgomery, our Community Manager, and Jesse Ammons, Walter's Assistant Editor. We're here to talk about our June-July issue and kicking off summer. We've got stories that cover all kinds of summery things, um, all great things about a Raleigh summer, from a photo essay about the weird and wonderful Raleigh flea market that Jesma will talk a little bit more about in a moment, uh, cooking with green tomatoes, policemen on horseback, professional wrestling, or as Billy Warden, who wrote that story, the very intrepid Billy Warden, calls wrestling, um, some coverage of our Walters Book Club event with the author Lee Smith at the Umstead Hotel and Spa, which was a fantastic afternoon. Um, we've got a story by Amber Nimicks that really is worth a read about Seppi Saidi. She's a phenomenal uh, woman entrepreneur in town with her own engineering company, doing a lot of interesting and important work all over the state and actually the southeast. Um, I had the opportunity to cover Art to Wear, which is a really, if you have never been, you need to go check it out. It's the public's welcome. Um, it's an annual fashion show put on by students at the design school at NC State, and they spend most of a year creating these absolutely gorgeous and interesting, unusual fashions, and then their classmates, fellow students, put on a really high, highly produced show that's extremely impressive in every way. Um, one of my favorite stories in this issue is by uh, the irrep irrepressible Dean McCord. He went on to the Raleigh taproom scene um, and wrote about beer. We've never really had a proper beer story in Walter, believe it or not. And so Dean uh, has done that for us for the first time. It's not really a beer story for the inside scoop beer geeks out there, but it's really more of a story about beer and community. Um, he found 11 craft breweries all within the Raleigh city limits, went to every single one of them, and wrote about what they're like as places to hang out and to meet people. Yes, to try different kinds of beers, traditional ones, sour ones, unusual ones, but it's really more about kind of the place and the feeling and the community. Um, and speaking of bars, Mimi, you found one in your own neighborhood that's worth, worth a look. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so this month I wrote the drink story um, where we featured the Blind Barber, which is this new speakeasy kind of bar um, that's located off of Dixie Trail down on Medlin Drive, which is across, it's like right across from uh, what Taste, um, the wine bar, if people know where that is. And yeah, it's a really cool space. Um, the entire inside has this sort of like dark wood paneling, old school prohibition fill. And the owners are really influenced by 1920s prohibition era speakeasies, um, where a lot of times customers would go in to buy tickets to see a quote unquote blind pig or a blind tiger, and then would actually use that ticket to go into this sort of undercover bar and get a drink. And it's a plain word since the owner's last name actually is Barber, and people aren't really going to go get their haircut there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and to me, what makes the place even more interesting is that it's located in a different area. Um, it's not downtown like a lot of the speakeasies or sort of more chic bars that you would find here in Raleigh, but actually it's located in a neighborhood so regulars can just like stop by and have a glass of wine or a lot of people can walk there. Um, yeah, and it's a really cool place. Like you should definitely stop by if you're in the area and don't want to go all the way down to Glenwood or downtown. And speaking of neighborhoods, this bar is right next to my house, which is very convenient. Um, even more convenient because now I could bike there if I wanted to. <laughs> After my really interesting experience I had about a month ago, uh, which I wrote an essay on for this month's issue. Um, yeah, and it's all about biking in Raleigh. So my car was in the shop and I decided that I would... Yes, yes, don't ask why. Uh, I decided I would seize the moment to try bike riding throughout Raleigh, um, which, of course, 
being the person that I am did not come easily and was filled with lots of fun adventures. Um, yeah, so it sort of t- uh, takes the idea of biking in Raleigh, which we have all these bike lanes, and I think it really does have the potential to be a bike-friendly city, but um, I don't know if people are really seizing that as much as they could um, and, you know, if the city is, like, ready to welcome bikers. But, um, yeah, so I did my best to fit in with all the hipsters in Boylan Heights, um, you know, wore my cute little bike riding outfit, which consisted of, like, sandals with heels and, like, my hair blown out, which is never a good idea. Um, but at the end of the day, it was really pleasant being outside in Raleigh and getting to see sort of the life and the people and the vibrancy of our city in a new light and to be outside. And I highly recommend a nice bike ride this summer if you're able to do so. Excellent. Um, well, yeah, seeing seeing the city from another perspective is always fun. And Jasmine, you had a chance to do something like that. Um, gourmet dining from a very different perspective. Tell us all about that. Yeah, I did. I attended a dinner at Raleigh Denim Workshop earlier this spring put on by Snap Pea Underground. Um, now, Snap Pea is a pop-up dinner series here in the Triangle that is creating delicious, locally sourced, and sustainable cuisine. And they do it in a new secret location each month. Um, but what makes it particularly interesting, because there are a lot of pop-up dinner series going on for all the Triangle Foodies, is that the founder, Jacob Beam, who has a background in music and theatrical design, he's also passionate about connecting food to place. So at the Raleigh Denim Dinner, um, the focus was on the making of dinner from planting cotton to garment making over nine courses, and it was really amazing. Um, And then another amazing thing we've got this month, I just want to reiterate what Liza mentioned at the beginning, is our photo essay on the Raleigh Flea Market. Photographer Jeff Wood went out there, spent a day capturing everything weird and wonderful out there. And, um, you know, I've, I've been over the course of the past 20 years where we've lived in Raleigh, and it just makes me want to get back out there soon because there's just so much to see. And he... You know, he captures all the details as well as just the general scene. So um, we're looking. He was our cover picture. He was our cover picture for sure. Um, And then finally, we've got a beautiful home this month that I think it also evokes summer. It's full of color and life. And um, there's an interesting story about how the homeowners collaborated with local interior designer Catherine Connell on making this just a really modern, um, livable home that's just full of unexpected twists. And so I, I think our readers will enjoy that as well. Such a colorful house that house is. Really, really dramatic is. and beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, you had a lot of fun this month. You had some interesting profiles for our Our Town section. Please yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so on a completely silly and lighthearted note, I caught up with four men who are members of the Raleigh Dart League, which who knew is the state's largest. We have um, 500 people just in the greater Raleigh area that break off into these little teams. I think the teams are between 10 and 15 people and they choose a home bar and it's admittedly predominantly men and they meet on Wednesday nights and they play darts for two or three hours <laughs> and they just have a blast. They have a really good time. I think it becomes kind of a boys night out for a lot of people and it was a lot of fun to hear about that and to hear about their silly team names and how they choose a home bar, um, but they are always looking for new players. So if there are any budding dart players or amateur dart players, you're welcome to join. I was advised that it's not a spectator sport, so you should not show up unless you're ready to put your foot forward and throw the dart. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, and then another, a real highlight for me was getting to spend a little bit of time getting to know the Raleigh Police Department's mounted unit. So these are, you might have seen them um, at parades and and things. You'll see horses, um, you'll see police on 
horseback. Turns out there are only four of those. It is a special operations department of the police department, and it's a big deal to to try out and get to that level, and it involves a, a real understanding of how to handle horses and work with horses and be very connected with them while also still being able to carry out your police duties. Um, just really fascinating to learn about and to get to know, and something that really struck me about all four of the mounted unit officers is that they feel really strongly that being on horseback gives them a unique way to to get to know the community. And um, I think they often feel they take their duty very seriously, but they feel that there's a little bit of a stigma that police officers are always there to be the bad guy or they're kind of scary or not approachable. And when they're on horseback, people see an animal and then they want to talk to the animal and talk about that. And um, they all feel they feel very lucky to have the opportunity to get to interact with the public in that way, which is really cool to hear about. Um, They're also all super friendly and kind of a fun fact is that while you do see them at parades and big downtown events, their main, their primary duty is to patrol the greenways. Um, So they are out roaming around, making sure that it's safe for walkers and moms with strollers and things like that, um, which I didn't really realize. And I spent a lot of time biking <laughs> uh, on greenways, not downtown like Mimi did, but mm-hmm. so good to know that there's a police department yeah. slated for that. So they were just a real delight to get to know. Keep your eye out for them this summer. And am I right that they're unique in North Carolina? Yes. Yeah. So there there are horses on the police department staff technically in Wilmington but they're not used regularly and that's it we're the only completely operating functioning regularly used mounted unit so in interesting Carolina. yet another thing that Raleigh does bigger or better or differently than yeah. so many other who cities knew? your and darts too the biggest dart <laughs> league in the yeah. state is here. who knew and also the mounted unit is building a new stable which is a big deal um off of person street Okay. Okay. They're off of Person Street now. Yeah. yeah they're off and then of they're going to now. They're moving over to Peace and West. Yeah. That area. Yeah. So, so that's really exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. Thank you all for listening to Walter Now. I'm Liza Roberts, the editor and general manager of Walter Magazine. We hope you enjoyed this month's issue, and we'll see you next time.